the EBA seminar today, where we're actually going to be talking about 2020 vision, perfect vision for the up and coming second and third quarter for 2020. And we're talking about reaching out to our clients under a new paradigm, uh, a new world, new hope. Whichever way we want to look at it, there's lots of ways that we can consider. Um, today um, on my panel, I'm joined by Danny Grant, who is the Vice President of Pearson Grant Public Relations. Um, Danny has been um, with the business and running the business for many yarns, but now 25 years, I think uh, Pearson Grant has been looking after many companies, both in the maritime and also non-maritime sectors, looking after PR and all marketing solutions. And we're also joined by Randy Thomas, who is the advertising director, and I actually believe, um, you know, the instrumental part of Fort Lauderdale magazine and also Print Dynamics Printing. So, um, bringing to us today a really strong measure of uh, experience and also knowledge in the marketing sector, um, what's being done, and also where we're going. We also do hope to be bringing on um, Alex Jimenez, who is the yacht guy. Um, so uh, not just on us with this just yet, but hopefully we'll be joining in any moment. And the yacht guy uh, really is uh, standing out as a influencer or a person who is on the online media, um, probably taking a different tact than what we're used to. But as we go forward um, in the new paradigm, something that's probably quite influential. So welcome, guys. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having us. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'll probably, you know, because we're all, we're not, uh, what I would say, um, adverse to any marketing, and we would like to talk about that. So we'll try and have some kind of uh, control here, because I know that we all like to talk about how we've got a lot of energy and lots of good ideas for the future. But, you know, marketing is a study and management of um, exchange relationships. That's a simple point put out in Wikipedia. It's the business process of identifying, anticipating, and satisfying us to meet. So, you know, I'm going to put a question out there, and uh, maybe Danny, if you wanted to uh, uh, answer this one first. If, if we've kind of seen the, the nation, the world, down to court in the past few months, um, now we see that everything's only opening up again. Uh, we're not sure how the boat show season may be going forward in the fall. We're not sure who will be doing events to work in events. Um, you know, talk about 2020 and considering how you might allocate marketing initiatives or spend of money. Thanks, Paul. Um, it's a very good question. I'm sure it's on the mind of everybody in the boat business and all the participants of the major of all the boat shows. We all know that um, boating businesses have traditionally allocated the majority of their marketing dollars uh, to boat shows and perhaps you know other events. But um, this perhaps could be the ideal time to look into how to reallocate should uh, boat shows not. Um, carry on uh, as business as usual just yet. Um, there's a few things that we can look at. Uh, I think that uh, all companies should be uh, looking at the need for a revamped marketing plan with, uh, with a one-year time horizon for adapting to a potentially different uh, boating business landscape. Uh, some examples uh, of that could be um, 
you know, if boat shows are not back where they used to be just yet, how else can you engage people personally? Um, I would make suggestions to look for opportunities for affinity events, um, uh, perhaps how you could uh, leverage uh, charitable events to build relationships with new clients. Um, it would be a good time to dive in and look at your social media and the tactics that you're using and, and asking the question if you really know how to use social media to your company's advantage. Um, that would include influencer tactics, um, using each platform properly for maximum results. Um, of course, publicity. Um, how you can share your brand story with relevant audiences. That's where a strong publicist come in, comes into play, a PR agency that understands uh, the media landscape and how to reach the audiences that you are, are looking to reach and perhaps explore reaching new audiences. And um, of course, uh, something that Randy will talk about would be advertising and um, how you find the place and the message that's going to distinguish your brand from all the other brands that are out there. And uh, oftentimes the nice thing that comes with advertising are the added values that come into play there with uh, publicity and, and events and other types of things that you can work out um, with different advertising media. Um, it's a good time to, you know, look how you can leverage your print buys and things like this. So, you know, to, to, to summarize it, um, it's a good time to take a, to take a look. Uh, I wouldn't sweat if, you, if you've got the time to do it, you know, invest the time in, in really taking a deeper dive and, um, and looking how you can sort of revamp a marketing plan. I, I know a lot, it's, it seems that a lot of uh, businesses in the boating industry have a marketing plan that they've been using um, regularly uh, that, so, that is, you know, boat shows and events and advertising in marine related media. There are a lot of other opportunities that will introduce your brand to new audiences. And I know that that's one of the things that's always talked about in the boating world is, you know, how do we bring new people? How do we bring in new buyers? So, you know, reaching potential clients in other places where you wouldn't traditionally have done so uh, is, a, is a very important thing to be looking at right now. Danny, I Danny, think you've been a, a, a fantastic point. point. A lot of people are used to doing in marketing. Danny, would you mind I don't mind at all. Stand by. Thank you. Thank you. So we, we, what what Danny's pointing out there is a lot of people are very used to how we have done things very normally, and in the last few months we've seen how a lot of people are talking about. Uh, the social media that's stretching into virtual media, virtual walkthroughs on boats, virtual boat shows, virtual um, attention in every way. And I think that what that's actually happened is a lot of people are now connecting with their, their, their client base, connecting with their customers on a much more personal level. Um, how does that go forward? How do we take that forward? And what Danny's bringing up is actually considering that if you had a plan at the start of 2020 for an election of money that was going to be used in marketing and those events that might not be taking place as a larger scale, maybe still speculate to accumulate, maybe still be looking that you can touch those customers, touch those people by looking at what they actually may want to have further off, which could be more interaction. Maybe the future is having a kind of social distancing event 
where you actually get your customers together. Maybe that might be seen on a boat, maybe it might be seen in different places, but also where we actually are talking about that we have gone into over the last few years, which is much more of an online platform, maybe that kind of segues a little bit more into what Randy might bring in and the print, because articles, being closer to those people, things that they can actually touch and look at and be more intact with is something that Randy could uh, uh, share with us. So Randy, over to you. Yeah, I mean, the post office um, hasn't shut down. And so mail's going out every day. Um, so there's still ways with print to, to reach your clients, but, um, you know, I think that, I think it's a bit Darwinian, but, you know, it's absolutely uh, natural selection going on in the business world. And it's it's not going to be the biggest and the baddest that survive, but it's going to be, you know, those that adapt and those that figure out a way to evolve in these times. And, and, and so in that sense, you know, the playing field has changed and it's an even playing field, which is, which is a nice thing because everybody's going through this, but... You know, it's important that um, Danny was talking about budgets, that the marketing that these companies already have in place, that you're not alienating completely, but you're also taking, you know, the new things like what you were saying, the virtual showings and some of the social media stuff like Danny was saying and taking this downtime to really refine what you're doing and implement it into the marketing that you're already doing, you know, and so... Uh, to, to Danny's point about the budgets and, and money being allocated for 2020 that maybe aren't being spent the way that they were initially um, scheduled to spend, you know, to, to rethink those dollars and, and really re refine your approach, um, refine your previous approach and add, you know, some of the things that you find in this modern time that are working for you, uh, like the virtual showings and the virtual boat shows. So, so following on Randy and Danny, I have put an analogy out there a couple of times in the past few weeks that if anyone follows motor racing, it's, it's like the pace cars come out. Mm -hmm. And you might have the big team leaders with the big money. You might have the small privateer kind of uh, teams. But right now, we're halfway through the race. And all of a sudden, however good you were off the uh, mark, however strong you were, however much mm -hmm. money you had, if you had better tires, it doesn't matter. Doesn't We've matter. all been, back, been brought back to the race and it's an equal footing again. Yep. So, you know, I, I really urge that, you know, if you're out there and you're a smaller business or even if you're a larger business, marketing should be about the vision of what you are looking at and how you're reaching your audience. And right now, if, if people who are selling parts for boats, who are maintaining boats, who are actually selling boats, who are actually chartering boats, whichever sector you're in, whatever's worked in the past has worked. And you yep. can carry on doing that. But there are now you have time on your side and also potentially some finances that you've already allocated that you can actually now look at how you can broaden and maybe test a few different areas, test a few waters, publicity, test a few things with um, social media, test a few things with event organization later on in the year. We can't be living in the fact that everything is one great big black hole now. We have to be living in a world where if you just try something different, I think the customers out there are liking the attention and they're wanting to see how you can actually drive in a different fashion, in a different way. And if your budget is very much smaller than the big players, right now you have the same opportunities and you have the same chances to get in front of those customers and touch and feel like it was decades ago. Danny, you can attest to this. Decades ago in the PR world, it was all about the black book and who you knew and what you could achieve. It wasn't all online. 
Yeah, absolutely. There, there, there are a lot of other ways um, to reach clients, new new clients, and and and, and existing clients. Publicity is an excellent way to do that. The uh, one of the wonderful things of working with skilled public publicists is that they understand the media landscape. They understand the type of media that your clients are consuming each day, and it might not be the yachting media. It may be better off. Um, working to get placements in financial media or high-end lifestyle media, um, a story that runs on boating industry trends in the New York Times could be extremely impactful compared to a story that may run in a boating a magazine. Uh, high-end local lifestyle magazines also will get the attention of uh, you know a more hyper-local um, audience uh, to to support you know to support your business. Let's say if your business is focused primarily in Fort Lauderdale. Um, a magazine like Randy's would be would be a great uh, would be a great place to explore that. Um, you mentioned social media. Um, I think that the social media influencers that are going to reign supreme are the ones with a much more focused audience. The ones that have millions of followers of all types, just because they're posting funny content or sexy content or whatever it is that excites people that day, it doesn't mean that they're going to be the ones that are moving the needle. Uh, somebody with a smaller fan base of dedicated fans of say 20 or 30,000 that have come there because that, that's what their, their true passion is for, um, they may be more receptive to messages from those types of influencers. So you know you have to look at um, you know, to the, 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 the type of audience that you're looking to, in, to engage with. I hope my echo is not too bad anymore. No, your echo is Fantastic. Do you mind just muting it? I don't. <laughs> We're trying um, our best. <laughs> um, so, you know, bringing bringing that forward, um, you know, and talking about influence and everything, a lot of people have been seeing the mass surge at the moment of virtual everything, virtual walkthroughs, virtual boat shows, webinars, as we're doing now, the professionalism of webinars. I mean, this is now a, a, a bit of a new. People have talked about how to be professional webinars to best suit your background, lighting, and all these kind of things. How do you sort of feel that this is actually going to progress in the future? Uh, how do you feel that interaction with clients is going to be stronger um, with the fact that maybe an online presence is how people feel more comfortable going into an area where they can find out everything they need online, find out everything they need through um, a forum like a webinar format. They can talk to designers, they can talk to um, architects, they can talk to lawyers, they can talk to accountants, they can talk to um, boat manufacturers online. Um, Randy, how do you see that that may be something where um, the, the energy behind that can be put out there through other means like your print areas where maybe it's old going, you know, sending out flyers to doors. I mean, that was something 10 years ago was a big area of the marketing business. You know, I always, whether it's the yachting industry or, you know, any other industry, I think it's very important when you're marketing uh, to have a balanced approach. And so with, 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 the, um, with the virtual tours and the online stuff, I think it's so important. And, and it's good to have a little bit of everything. So it's good to have all of that virtual um, content available to your consumers. It's also good to have a little bit of print. It's also good to have social media um, and then other traditional mediums and avenues that are available to you too. And so I, I think it's, it's, 
it's definitely the future to to invest your time and your energy into um, you know the virtual mediums of communication, but you don't want to alienate um, the other medias also. You want to have a real balanced approach. Um, and and this is a great time. We the pace is slowed in life, in work, in general. And so this is a great time for um, the men and women in the industry who aren't necessarily familiar with with the internet or these virtual tours to familiarize yourself with them. Um, allow it to be another feather in your cap. Uh, refine your skills there uh, during this slow time. And then when everything gets running, you know, you, you, you're implementing that into your strategy and your game plan. Finding a message, making your message clear. Mm -hmm. Know what you're trying to sell, know what you're trying to offer. Absolutely. Is there anything that we can discuss which nobody has really thought of yet? You know, that if we were to take two months ago, webinars and virtual stuff, it was out there, people were touching on it, but no one thought it could be that important. Sure, sure. And, and you know, um, you know, nothing's new under the sun. And, and I think that um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really important that, um, that when you when you do it so that you have can you repeat the question i'm sorry paul one more time i lost my train of thought go ahead like anything i went to a question on the fly I so you know we're looking at what has become so important in the last few months that maybe people you know as you sort of said it's always been there webinars sure, always been sure. There. so as far as curtailing your message here's what i was going to say sorry about that guys um Authenticity is always so important, right? So the there's new medians of the communication, but for your brand and for your identity and curtailing your message and having it clear and concise as to what you're saying before, uh, you know, it's always important to stay true to your brand, uh, uh, create trust with your clients, and you do that through authenticity. Um, and so I think that's um, what's important to keep in mind. So as as marketers are going into this new time and they're really trying to um, implement the new strategies, um, you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed. And, and what you want to do is just refine it, keep it simple, stay true to yourself, stay true to your brand and maintain authenticity because authenticity ultimately is what pushes your brand forward and, and, and really allows your marketing to thrive. Danny, did you want to add right there? I'm doing my best to mute and unmute my microphone as we have this conversation. So it takes a minute to react sometimes. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, you can't be everything to everybody. Right. You know, be, authentic, be authentic to your brand and, and do what you do best. Um, we don't need everybody specifically in the boating business being everything to every client out there. Do what you do and do it well. Um, that being said, you know, going back to some of the things that we've been talking about, um, refi refining your message, messaging is very important and presenting it in, a, in, a, in an educated and coherent and organized manner is where, you know, people that are in the marketing business can help you. Um, just because uh, you know everything that there is to know about boating, navigating, sales, whatever it might be, doesn't mean that you might be the best person for the job to be running 
advertising creative ideas, to be to be managing the writing for your website, to be generating content overall for the brand. Um, like I said, everybody can't be doing it all. Sometimes it, it definitely helps to, to yeah, bring yeah. in the bring in the pros. It doesn't have to be forever. It can be a six month commitment. It can be a year. It can be month to month. With any of us, with buying advertising or retaining a publicist or whatever it might be, engaging a social media influencer, you don't have to look at it as 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 a, as a very 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 long long play. I mean, you can you can say I'm going to work on something for six months and make sure you. On the front end, develop a, a very clear, um, uh, organized plan with goals, and make sure that you're checking off, you know, checking off these goals as you go. Make sure that you're you're make sure you're reaching the goals that you want to reach, and then after that exercise, you may even find that sales have gone up. You sold two two more boats or two more two more units, whatever it is, month over month, and you could contribute it to the new marketing program that you've put into place. Uh, the nice thing about about digital marketing is that, and various kinds, is that it's it's trackable. Um, in print, you can also track as well. There are certain ways to do that, but uh, you know, with di with digital with a digital approach, you can you can track it and see what's working, and you can refine that as you go. Whether that's AdWords. You know whether that's um, you know, performance on different social media platforms. If you're using Instagram and Facebook and you're not moving the needle and you're only seeing a couple of likes and a comment here or there, maybe you're working on the wrong platforms. Maybe you should be focusing on developing video content for YouTube, or you should be focusing on creating more professional presence on LinkedIn. Um, there, there are things to look at. So if you have a you know a digital manager that can help with that, many agencies also have that that capacity. Um, so you could get some guidance both on the digital front and on the more traditional print front and, and event planning. So Danny, I'm going to a couple of um, um, fast track questions here that we actually have to send our viewers. Um, off the top of your head, a dollar spend budget. I mean, we all kind of know that maybe that should be in the percent mark, but what do you say now? Should you be looking at different areas? How much is money? What should you spend? I'm sorry, it was it was a little bit broken up. Yeah, not echoing. It's just it's just breaking up. I only got a few. I missed some words. Dollar spend in dollars spend in terms of how to. How to reallocate dollars? Is that what you're asking? If you're thinking about, you know, what would you be your dollar spend on marketing? Oh, in terms of a percentage of revenue? Yes. Yes. Well, that's hard to say. I'd like it to be as high as possible. Um, <laughs> I, I think it depends on the time. I would say right now, it's it's very good to toot your own horn to market as much as you can in a down time. I know that's hard to do because sometimes the dollars aren't really coming in to support that, but sometimes that's the time to sacrifice and actually do the best to get your brand in front of audiences, existing and, and potential new audiences. Um, that's, that's, that's an old adage. It's really not something new that I'm coming up with. When, when things are bad, it's really the best time to be promoting your brand. Um, so if we were to take that, put marketing into um, and also, uh, 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 we've got an area where we're actually looking for an area where we're actually looking for 
you've got a portfolio, you're broadening your balancing across different sectors. That's how you should be doing your marketing. Would you agree that right now, it's more important because maybe we're going to actually got door knocking, maybe sending out information. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of old school. I'm I'm a big fan of getting out there and pounding the pavement. You can't really do that right now. Daddy, could you just mute quickly? Sorry. I'm going to do the same. Pounding the pavement. You can't really do that right now. Okay, so I think that. Daddy, could you just mute quickly? I think it's important to refine the approach, and and you know. The brokers, the, the individual advertisers know their business better than the marketers, right? And so it's important to to work with your marketing, with your publicist or your marketing team or whoever's you, whatever professionals you have in place there to really understand what's working right now. Let's say you're a brokerage and, you know, boat sales is slowed, but your service is going um, and you, and you and you have a, a stream of revenue. It's not what you used to do, but you do have a stream of revenue and service or potentially parts. Let's say you have an online storefront for parts. You know, you're not necessarily going to push yacht sales at that time, but you can refine your approach um, to, to really push uh, what's driving revenue at your company at the moment. Um, and it can be more in the short term. So, Andy, we seem to have lost Danny quickly. It might be just because of um, uh, some of the suggestions where unplugging monitors and plugging monitors might do, yeah. do better echo or less echo. Um, but, you know, feeding on to where we're actually missing one of our um, panelists here, um, Danny sort of reached over on the influencers. How do you find that that is helping? Because I know that a lot of influencers out there, people don't recognize that the millions of uh, followers on Instagram hundreds of thousands of followers or subscribers on YouTube to an individual who might have nothing to do with maritime. But right. let's say that those people are utilized. How, how do you see that that actually sort of transverses into how that might be um, pushed in a marketing tool that may be on the print side or as you've been sort of describing with events? Yeah. You know, I think in this, in this age, in this day, in this time, in this specific time during the pandemic, I think social media is so... Um, influential and strong because that's how your brand is being communicated currently. Um, people aren't able to engage with you. They're not able to see you. There's no boat shows going on. There's no events going on. So uh, people are staying current in the market through email blasts and social media. So, you know, the social media is really important. And when you're, when you're choosing an influencer, um, it goes back to what I was saying before about authenticity and creating trust. And so let's say the, uh, the influencer has an audience that you're not tapped into, but what, what you're really ultimately trying to do is you're trying to utilize the trust that that influencer has with their following and they're using, you're using them to present your brand to their followers. These people naturally follow them because they trust them. And so by aligning yourself with an influencer, you're opening yourself up to new audience, but you're also presenting your brand in a very trusted manner. Um, and, and I think that's so important in marketing and, and, and just branding in general. It, it, at the core of it, when you strip everything down, it comes down to, to trust. And, and, and I think that's where your, your, your influencers um, 
come in and and just as important as it is to have a good influencer it's just as good as uh, it's just as important for the business to be able to um receive um the energy that's created by that influencer to to maybe then convert it to business because you can put a campaign out with a social media influencer and they can um present it to their following but if there's no uh call to action and there's no um, sales process in line connecting your brokerage to the actual influencer and there's no clear-cut path then you're just wasting dollars right uh, so it, it it's something that um requires a little bit of thought requires a little bit of structuring um, um from uh from from your business standpoint well randy thank you very much and, you know Danny, you're back on here um, see how long it lasts. We're going to come to the closing comments, but like anything in it, marketing is an unknown. And it's unknown with the webinar if things are going to be run smoothly. And so nothing's perfect, but again, it's about sending a message. So, in closing, there, we've just heard from Randy about being authentic and about being clear with the message. Have you got anything to sort of follow up on that? On that? Uh, unfortunately, this is gargled, and, I, and I'm, when I do my test, on, I'm checking all the diagnostics for the webinar. Everything's coming in very strong. All my signal strengths are coming in strong. I don't know what the issue is here. Um, you're, you said you were speaking about authenticity? Authenticity and closing comments from you as we finish up the, the webinar. <laughs> I'm just having a lot. I'm just having a lot of trouble with 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 the with the with the audio now. I guess th I guess this is one of the reasons why boat shows are still so important because we're not going to be able to do this shop. We're not going to be able to shop like this happily. No way. Alex, Alex, thank you for joining us. Um, we are coming. Finally up. made it. Sorry, guys, we have some technical issues. No problem, Danny. If you go, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Working on it. Working on it. Working on it. All right, so I'm good now. So Alex, now we can get started. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we've heard from the other guys, Danny. Alex, thank you very much, the odd guy, for joining us. And we've heard from Danny, we've heard from Randy, much more on the other side of marketing, which is um, using PR, using print, you know, social events. And um, it, we've, we talked a little bit about, and a lot about influencers, and you are an influencer. You are somebody who goes on to um, uh, yachts, goes into areas where we can't get into, uh, us, us mortals, us boat brokers, or industry, uh, maritime uh, professionals, so, you know, very quickly, Alex, how has your landscape changed in the last few months? How has it excelled? How has it been indifferent? How is it, how is it uh, that you're seeing from your position? Well, right now, from the social media side, I think um, it's been tough because social media for us, it's uh, literally social media, right? Um, and social distancing doesn't work great when you're trying to be social. Um, the, the yachting thing for me, it's been getting to the shows, getting on board the yachts, um, visiting, touring, and doing all that stuff that we normally would do and I think most of us take for granted. But um, right now, it's it's just been tough. We've been working mostly on some reruns that we've had 
some old photos that we've used in the past. And um, I'm actually looking very forward to getting back on some yachts and, and, and taking some shots and just, you know, getting things back to somewhat normal, which I think is going to be the, there's going to be a somewhat of a new normal where everybody uh, probably bows to each other instead of shaking hands. You're going to see a lot more mask. Um, so it's, it's taking an effect, I think, definitely on me. Um, I know there's a lot of people that live in Europe that live near Monaco or live near Fomentera, and they're still able to get some shots. Um, so they can send me some stuff that way that I, that's the way I have been receiving a lot of stuff. But, um, right now it's, it's been tough. It's been tough. And I think it's been tough for just about everybody. Alex, if you found a lot of your followers, um, uh, you know, jumping out to try and receive more content from you. Are they kind of, you know, baited to try and see more stuff? Are they ready? Are they, or they don't mind when and how it comes in at the moment? I don't know. You know, it's, it's tough because uh, it's been dropping off. Uh, I've been watching on Instagram. The follower count has been recently over the last two weeks, slowly diminishing. Um, I think people's uh, focus hasn't, is no longer right at the moment dreaming of yachts and, and luxuries and, and working towards getting these uh, physical or materialistic things. Right now, I think the focus has been trying to stay healthy, dealing with family that's sick, um, staying home, um, and, and just really focusing on what's really, really the roots of uh, people's lives. What, how, would you shift, how would you shift your what you're looking to do in the next coming months? to be adapt to that well for, for us it's it's really it's simple it's it's not as complicated as it would be for the other guys where they have to um interact with their clients probably uh bring them on board and uh and so on for me it's just me and one camera guy and um taylor chen and for us we can just walk around and and do our thing um and we don't need a, a big group to do it so if a yacht's not being used, if a yacht is in, in in a location where, hey, listen, the yacht's just sitting around, why don't you guys come on board and do your thing now while there's no one on board? That makes it a lot easier. So for us, there's no real big change aside from the travel part. So for, our, so for our audience, Alex, the successes that you've seen over the past few years and what you've been doing, which they're, it, it, I'm not taking down what you're doing. It's fantastic. It's kind of a benchmark everyone tries to look to however anybody can grab a camera anybody can walk along the dock and anyone can have the confidence to just put content out there whether people are interested to see it or not be interested to see it it's about being confident about what you believe in and being authentic to that well absolutely absolutely i think anybody should everybody and anybody should be doing if you love yachts anything you love you know if you love bananas go out and take pictures of bananas you know it's don't don't worry about what everybody else thinks you know you I love bananas and, and the world should know it, right? For me, it's, it, it was yachts and, and that's what I just love doing. I just want to take pictures of yachts and enjoy yachts and, and that's that's what it was for me. So for anybody who's out there who is watching and wants to get into the to the photo shooting aspect of, uh, of, of yachting, you know, take your camera out, take some shots. What is it going to, it's not going to hurt you at all, you know, and um, post them. Why not? You know, share what you're, what you're around, what, what's next to you. Again, it's what you're passionate about, really not what I'm passionate about. So again, if you if you like bananas, take banana pictures. And to everybody there, uh, all of my panelists, 
there's been a, a, a real kind of um, push and a pull about timing. How long should a video be? Should it be um, 60 seconds to give you an overview, edited, cut out through areas just to get uh, the taste buds excited? Or should it be a 15 minute, 30 minute in-depth walkthrough? What, what is the right ingredient? If, if, if I can interject on this, I would suggest that on social media, on your Instagrams and your Facebooks to keep it under 60 seconds and have a very clear message with a goal to be to drive the traffic to your website or your YouTube page and then house a much larger video, a more in-depth, in-detail video on your own personal site. So not only are you engaging people on social media, but now you're driving the traffic to your website. So you're, you're increasing your click rates and your bounce rates on your website. Um, and and that's, that's how I would recommend to do it. So you're actually capturing their data and they're not just bouncing through your social media. I, I listen. I gotta agree a hundred percent with Randy. Um, he hit it right on the head. Um, you want to use your social media as a as a push point to push traffic towards the 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 intended page or site. Um, a lot of people will try to do all their marketing on social media, you know, but not using that to actually drive the traffic to to where they need it to be. So I think that's a great point that Randy makes. And if I, if I just add, um, you know, Alex had mentioned that it, it's, it's hard right now for, for, for social media to, to really um, develop content because we're, we're right now we're social distancing. Uh, but this is a great opportunity for uh, the brokerages and the shipbuilders and, you know, the, the companies in the industry who have access, excuse me, access to daily content to start developing their own content because it, it comes back to the authenticity. They, the industry has access to the content, you know, where um, your average person doesn't. And so they can build value in their platform by um, using this current um, slow time to, to, develop, to develop content. I agree right. again. Danny, do, do you have a comment um, right now? Hold on, unmuting my mic. Um, you guys got me? Can you hear me? Yep. I am having terrible, terrible issues with the audio, um, just in terms of not being able to hear some of it, a lot of it being gargly and crackly. I'm not really sure what that is. I'm, I'm noticing in the comments section that a lot of people are experiencing some types of audio, different types of audio issues. I'd love to contribute, but I'm, I'm having a difficult time following along. Uh, what was what was the question, Paul? Um, we were just talking about timelines on video. About timelines on video. Yeah, it's very bad, Danny. Uh, I don't know. I, I would. I, I'm. I'm. It's, it's unfortunate that I'm having the technical difficulties that I am, but uh, it's making it very difficult for me to participate. Yes, so Danny, um, thank you very much. Um, yes, so Danny, I, I think I'm going to maybe get my muting again. Great. Um, great. I'm going to sign off and say thank you to everybody. Hosting um, everybody's um, uh, addresses so you can actually get in touch with Randy, Danny, or Alex directly. I think all their content is fantastic. Um, however, I want to say thank you very much to all my panelists. Um, it's been wonderful to actually hear your insights. It's been wonderful to actually get what I would call uh, a taste of 
um, your expertise uh, to feed um, to our association um, and every little bit helps and you've given us a tremendous a lot so thank you very you know thank you very much your time is precious and we couldn't thank you enough Paul, if I could, uh, just uh, as we're parting, I'd just like to uh, congratulate the team at Compass Magazine, Eba's uh, uh, bi-monthly newsletter magazine. They uh, this past year won a Neptune Marine Marketing Award, and uh, so the whole team at Compass Magazine has done a, a spectacular job. And I just wanted to give them a shout out. Thank you very much, Randy. Your efforts in that are uh, unfathomable, uh, unfathomable. Um, but I think uh, right at this moment in time. I think we're going to see a lot of people uh, putting a lot of energy into the marketing where they should be putting to basically influence and attract and capture people's attention to what our businesses are doing um, in the maritime section. Um, and thank you again. Um, you've all been fantastic and look forward to seeing you on the docks sometime soon. I'm looking forward Bye, to it. Thanks, Thanks for having me, guys.